This episode is brought to you by Meow Wolf. Manifest unique family memories at Meow Wolf Denver. Quantum travel is the most comfortable way for Earthers of all ages to explore a playground of imagination. And why visit just once when this immersive experience reshapes every time you enter? C Street is my favorite because C Street has this vibe of like 80s dystopian. There's like slime coming down the walls and there's weird posters. And then of course, the secret club. With the annual Portal Pass, drop by Convergence Station as much as you want for less than the cost of two adult tickets. So if you plan to go twice, it's worth it. Plus, enjoy discounts, special offers, and so much more. Get the annual Portal Pass and spend quality space time with your favorite Earthers today. Learn more at MeowWolf.com. That's MeowWolf.com. Hey, Denver, it's Bree. Before we get to the show today, I want to personally invite you to become a founding member of CityCast Denver. If you love the podcast and you want to keep it going strong for years to come, this is the best way to support us. Supporting us means you have a part in strengthening local journalism and keeping the four full-time journalists who make this podcast employed. Learn more and become a founding member for as little as $8 a month at membership.citycast.fm. That's membership.citycast.fm. Now, on with the show. Today on CityCast Denver, fall is in the air, and Colorado is one of the most beautiful places to experience this awesome season. All week, we're sharing our fave fall getaways, places to go, things to see and do, all across the state to inspire you to get out there. Today, we're hanging with one of our fave local influencers and mapping out some perfect fall weekend getaways in Colorado. Today is Monday, September 25th. I'm Bree Davies, and here's what Denver's talking about. We are talking fall getaways, and each of us at this table has picked a destination, and then we're going to make a case for why it's the best place in Colorado to go this fall. I am here with producer Olivia Jewel-Love. Hey, Brie. And we are welcoming back Denver's Instagram sweetheart and our weekend trip advocate, (laughs) Amanda Bittner. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me back. Amanda, so your posts are like reintroducing me to my where I live. It's kind of like I grew up here. And so it reminds me of when you think you don't have anything in your closet. And then your friend comes over and goes... You have the best clothes. Just a fresh pair of eyes. Yeah. That's the ultimate compliment, truly. Thank you so much. Well, that's why we (laughs) wanted to have you because you're like, you've got your eyes and ears on everything happening in Colorado. Seasonally, you're just like so on top of it. So we are talking about, it's like prime fall. Are we in fall yet? Almost. Almost. Technically, what is it? September 23rd? We're close. Okay. So when this comes out, yes. We will be in it. We will be in it. So we've each picked a destination somewhere around the state and some things to do there that I think are really embody the the season and the time. Mm-hmm. Olivia, do you want to kick yes. us off? Yes. I would love to. So I'm so excited. Um, I know that Amanda has been here recently. Mm-hmm. Um as per her Instagram. (laughs) But um, I'm taking us on a fall getaway to Steamboat Springs. Yes. Nice choice. Excellent. um, We're going to be staying, actually, at Strawberry Park Hot Springs. Oh, yes. So 
I've done this before. You can stay there. Um, and if you stay there, they have little cabins. I stayed in one of the little cabins. They don't have like electricity in them. They have little gas powered lamps and uh, wow, grills. This is real Back off the grid. So they yeah. have that. They also have a couple other options. Um, I think until the end of October, you can camp, you can, um, no you can van life it. What? Um, I didn't know that. You can also, they have a, a slightly upgraded um, accommodation that's in a train caboose, which is <gasps> super cute. Um, but it does have power, I believe. And but yeah, you bring your own bed linens, all that stuff. You bring like headlamps and stuff because it's like camping. Kind yeah, of. and when you've been out there, it is dark. They oh. don't have lights and stuff. And You're so when you stay at one of these little camps, you get after hours hot spring access. So you get to go there after dark, after everyone else leaves. So you can go there. Um, the whole night so like all night long you can go whenever you want and what? you can go sit in the hot springs and look at the stars i was just gonna say wow. the low there's no low little to no light pollution if there's no, no right. electricity it's gorgeous it's amazing and so you know you need like a headlamp or something to yeah. get you down there it's slippery and too. take take a robe take a robe <laughs> take your crocs get your fur line yep. crocs <laughs> and it is so fun and magical and you know what a what a, it, especially when it's kind of chilly yeah and you this take, is the right time of oh, year because it's not freezing yet yes. right. but it's that mountain cold yes right. it's springs. perfect yeah. and get that private access super fun okay so so we're wow. staying that's at where strawberry we're, park yep strawberry park hot springs that's where we're gonna stay in one of these little cabins cool worth your time wow, i didn't even know that existed yes. i didn't either so fun We've got a really fun lineup of activities that we're going to do in Steamboat. First thing, actually, yeah, this is the first thing we're going to do, just to kind of set the tone for the weekend to get get us ready to go. First, we're going to head over to FM Light and Sons. Yes. A shop over in Steamboat. What is this? This is the foremost store for Western wear. Mm-hmm. In excellent, <laughs> I don't know, just the We're really getting in yeah. character. This they is have approximately 1,000 highway signs on yes, the way there. The, if you've, advertising if it, you've ever so driven, you if you've ever driven up there, they're the yellow signs with the, the black, Everywhere. the black font Those on are them. always mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know how to read those. I'm like, do I go to this or is yes. this a yeah. thing I avoid? But this I'm is like, the thing you go did to. Did they buy up all this property? If you yes. Sign? So this has been around. <laughs> this place has been around for a really long time. And so the reason we're going here is we're going to get us a cowgirl hat yes. okay. to start the weekend. Yeehaw. Because I don't have one. And I just, I know. You Amanda looks one? shocked. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't. Know. I honestly, I don't either. I don't. My son has one, but and my I don't. husband. But what about I don't. boots? You guys have boots? I don't. I don't. I'm, oh my I'm on the other end of the spectrum with the Doc Martens. So. Okay. Okay. Respect. Yeah. I respect so the docs. I, I want to start my weekend off with the, this is like the OG place to go, mm-hmm. in okay. my opinion. To, you got to go right to the source. So we're going there. We're getting our hat and then we're and what's full it called speed again? ahead. FM Light and Sons. Okay. So we're going there. Perfect. We're getting our hat. Let's go. And then next, we're going to head to a fall foliage photography hike. <gasps> yes. Ooh. So I saw this on the like Steamboat Springs Chamber site. And so um, Chris uh, Beckia, sorry if I butcher your name, of Morning Light Photography is mm-hmm. doing these, these photography hikes through just kind of the fall. It looked like it was through September through October, kind of weather permitting. Um, and you're going to be spending most of the day hiking out there, taking your camera. I don't currently have a camera, but you know, 
I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna borrow one from a friend or something. You I know, love phones I, are just as good. True. Nowadays, I, was gonna say. I love I love photography. So he's gonna teach you how to capture the best the best light for these gorgeous changing aspens and everything. Light. Yeah. And he's gonna take you to some of the coolest spots up in Steamboat on like a. It says it's a pretty accessible hike. Nothing too crazy, so you're not gonna get oh, too too sweaty. Too you don't need your poles or anything. You're in your cowboy boots probably. Mm, yeah. So. I think that's going to be a really fun way to start my day. And then we're finishing it off. This one's a little out of left field, but I'm really excited to try this. We're going to go fly fishing in the Yampa River. Oh, I think this is where my aunt and uncle go fly fishing. Yes. So fall is a really good time to go fly fishing. Why fall? It's something about the trout spawning. <laughs> really? Okay, I know nothing. I know I, nothing you're about fishing. You're looking at me, Amanda. I have not a clue myself either. I have never been fishing in my so, life. So, <laughs> fish experts, you know, sound off. Let me know. Let me know if I'm off base there. But ah, this, this has is been, a real Colorado pastime, though, oh, that this I think is, we don't talk enough this about. This is a huge thing here. When I was reporting in the foothills, this was something I really loved writing about because mm. um, I come from the Midwest, so we lake fish there. But I really liked. R- I think the flowing stream. Yes. It feels very meditative. It like is. my family yeah. members that do it. It's like an all day adventure. You're just one. And you're like standing in the water. You're yes. standing in the water. Yes. For so hours. It's so Not cool. Another reason people like it for fall is also because of the changing colors and the the crisp air is just really a nice environment. So I don't have any of the gear um, because, like I said, we don't do this where I'm from. So I'm gonna probably get an outfitter to take me on a guided tour where they'll provide the gear. Seems like the safest yeah, way to do it Yeah, they'll take too. me to the good spots. They'll mm-hmm. get the gear. Okay. That's how we're spending our weekend in Steamboat Springs. Beautiful. I love Mostly all these ideas. Yeah. So we've got a hot springs. We've got a photo tour. We've got, oh, we've got to get outfitted. Yeah, we got our fit. And then we can go <laughs> do some meditative river yeah, fishing. Reeling so a big great. trout. I love it. <laughs> Heck yeah. Okay, Amanda, you're next. Where are we going with you? I would love to take everyone to Estes Park. Oh, Estes. You don't have to sell me on this one. <laughs> well, can I admit something embarrassing before we get into this? For the first year that I lived here, I was pronouncing it completely wrong. How'd you say it? And my hairdresser corrected me because I was filling her in on my life. You know how you're at your hair appointment and you talk about where you go. And she's from here, so she keeps me honest and she kind of corrects me. (laughs) I've learned so much about this state from her because she was born and raised here. So I was going around saying... Estes. Estes Park. I had a great weekend in Estes. Why? Why did my brain think that was how it was I pronounced? Like it. I don't know, but I'm I've got it down. Estes Park is where okay, I Okay, this is that's good. I feel like maybe someone's listening and going, I'm not alone in thinking that. <laughs> yeah, they're I like, oh not. crap. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, Amanda. It's not Estes. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great little spot. It's not far from the city. Not far at all. Yeah. That's that's something I love about it. It's proximity. Same. You could do it in a day or you could do it in a weekend. It's just it's worth staying there, but if you yeah. don't have the time, it's worth it just to go for a day. For sure. So thinking about staying, I have two places that I've stayed. Well, I've stayed three places, but my top two were either the Stanley Hotel, of course, iconic, spooky, so spooky, classic. <laughs> spooky year round, uh, yeah, by yeah, the way. truly. <laughs> or I stayed at the YMCA of the Rockies in a cabin, oh, cool. which I feel like 
is not very well known, I kind of know underrated. That. People think it's just for kiddos and summer camp, but you can book small cabins. They have huge lodges for big families. Cool. And we saw a coyote right outside our door. We saw elk. I mean, it felt like you you were back at camp and just really in the nature. Um, oh. So YMCA, the Rockies is a great place to stay and, and a lot more affordable. I was just going to say, that's a great option because like the Stanley is awesome. And, but if you go up there anytime when there's anything cool going on, all the hotels, I feel like get booked out really yeah. quickly yeah. and it can be kind of pricey. So it's good to know that there's a more affordable option yeah. for families. Yeah. So YMCA, the Rockies is great. Cool. Um, activity wise, I mean, you've got to hike at Rocky Mountain National Park. Oh yeah. Um, and I'd like to say, if you're not a hiker, you can still drive up to Bear Lake, park at the trailhead, do a flat little walk right around the lake, and it's stunning, and you have amazing views. You feel like you're, you're in, in nature. the middle of the Rockies, but it doesn't require a huge, strenuous hike. So I've taken my parents up there, visitors who are only here for a little bit and haven't really acclimated to the altitude yet. Yeah, you that's know, we a just great do point. A quick trip, drive up to Bear Lake or do Sprague Lake. They're really short and flat and stunning, so perfect for people of all abilities i do rock oh that's a great so state gorgeous. park yeah yes. okay okay love that rocky Mountain national park and then um oh the alpine roller coaster <gasps> oh the alpine slide yes no they have a roller oh, they have a, it's like a coaster it's what? on it's on oh. like the metal <gasps> cool. steel it's Whoa. not a slide i because i think steamboat has an alpine slide there's a couple different ones like in Breck and stuff too. Really? Okay, wait, yeah, tell me about this. this is part, I think this it's sounds called amazing. the Mountain Mustang or the Mustang Mountain Coaster. Oh. And I think it's like 20 bucks to ride it. But you get in and it's one person per seat and you have to have both hands on the handles and you control your speed. Oh. So they take you up a hill and there's a guy sitting at the top and he kind of gives you the signal to go because he's watching the other people below you because, you know, it's they can't regulate yeah. the speed. So they don't want to make sure you don't run into anybody. Um, so I did that with my husband. I went first. I was actually very afraid when we got up to the top <laughs> and I... I hit the gas, but I was going really slow, apparently. I thought I was flying. <laughs> but my husband said, after we got off, he said the guy at the top was like, all right, you got to wait here for a little bit. That woman in front of you is really <gasps> slow. So <Wow. laughs> I thought I was flying, and it was really fun. The views were amazing. I was shaky. I was scared. But I guess I was going at a snail's pace. So <laughs> whatever you're comfortable with, they are managing everyone around you. So it's safe for everyone. But it was just a really stunning high-speed so cool. way to take in some views in Estes Park. I like that it's controlled too, so you don't, so you can like really go at your own yeah. speed. I've always wanted to do one of these. Like I've always been a skier. That's why I moved here. You know, I love skiing, and I would always see the little coaster tracks when I was a kid going up the lifts, and I'd be like, "Oh, those look so cool!" Yeah. But I had never been to Colorado any time that there wasn't snow on the mountains, so I've never done one. This is the season. Tis I need to do season. it. Right? You don't want to do it when it's too cold. Well, you know. Yeah. What's next? Okay. If you go during, I guess now's the time, September or October, it's elk rutting season. Oh, yep. That's right. So the first time I went to Estes Park, we were staying in an Airbnb near the golf course. And 
we my husband's obsessed with golf so of course he's always looking out the window and seeing how people are hitting <laughs> as we drive past and we saw no humans no golf carts just elk elk all over the golf course Whoa. like huge multiple herds big buck antlers everywhere and it was truly a sight to behold so i guess during elk rutting season which is right now the male elk are out searching searching for, for, and for some oh, ladies yeah, yeah. on the prowl it's one of those things too that like you can see pic we can see anything in the world online right we can see pictures <laughs> on our phone but when you see an elk like in real life you realize like I mean, how oh, big and majestic they are. They are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The elk it's scream. A... Oh, oh, yeah. I've that never is heard it. terrifying. It's bugling, right? It is yeah. so scary. It is so high pitched and terrifying. <laughs> elk are very high on my list of scary animals. I am very like scared. When we were there last fall, they, they were all over the golf course. So if you want to see elk, I mean, that's guaranteed. Go to Estes Park Golf Course, just kind of drive around. Or they were downtown. We yeah. saw one like cross a crosswalk on Elkhorn Avenue, very appropriate. They were everywhere. <laughs> they took over the city. So That's so cool. It's a great time of year to go. Don't get too close. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. No, but say. it's nice because in a place like Estes, they're like everybody that's there is accustomed to it. So it's like there's a little bit of, I feel like there's a little bit of order around how to deal right. with them and yeah. not, you know, interfere with nature. People. I don't <laughs> trust people around elk. I've seen too much crap. <laughs> all right, Bree. Well, I'm ready to hear what... Where you're going to take us. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I feel like mine's not necessarily thought of as a fall place, but I picked Pueblo. Oh. It's just a place I don't spend enough time. My best friend David is from there. He's friend of the show, two-time guest, David Casados. Oh, we love David. He's great. I hit him up, actually, because I was like, if you're going to give me a tour of Pueblo, what do I need to do? Because most of the time, he's like, everybody comes down for the state fair, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, but... There's other stuff to do year round. So um, it's about a two hour drive, which I think is like, again, you could stay, you could go home if you want. I found a yeah. cute little Airbnb called the Abriendo Inn if you want to stay, because, or you can stay with my cousin Andrea. That's hey. what I'm going to do. <laughs> Shout out Andrea Shout out my on my way. Andrea. But um, I'm going to go for leaf peeping. I mean, it's kind of like a given. Shout out to the local paper, the Pueblo Chieftain. Hell Great yeah. explanation of their late September, early October is best time for leaf peeping around Pueblo. Um, you can, there's, they have this huge like trail system that's 30 miles of walking, jogging or biking Ooh. in and around Pueblo. So um, the trail system follows the river. It's super easily mapped out. Um, there's, there's like entry points around the town mm. for pedestrians to get in on it. Or there's parts where you can drive up. Oh, if you wow. want to go a little bit farther in, but it's mostly accessible from like if you're staying in the town of Pueblo and um, the river walk is just gorgeous. That's part of more of the downtown, but there's like more of like an outdoor trail where you can see the cottonwoods changing oh, is wow. really a big thing to see there. Um and then the so after leaf peeping because I know leaf peeping is kind of over. I feel like it's a little bit overrated. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I haven't but been here very long, so it's still so I know it's amazing kind of to, me. to me. It's yeah. still so amazing to I me. I mean, just this weekend, one of my friends was like, "Are you going to go leaf peeping this year?" Like that's a that's a normal phrase that's thrown around yeah. out here. So I'm still adjusting too. I, I still like, think it's so cool. I've done yeah. it at Kenosha Pass, which was beautiful. But that's like one of the big spots. Yes. Pass. Okay. yes. So I thought. 
you know, why don't we do Pueblo that's like not as thought of as much for this. Yeah. Skip the lines. Yeah, skip the lines. And then um, there's this great sandwich spot in Pueblo that everyone I know raves about. <gasps> it's called Paschi. It's this yes. family owned Italian restaurant. They've got two locations. They've been making these amazing Italian sausage sandwiches for decades. Ooh. And I was like, David, what do I get? He says, you get the Paschi special, which is like an Italian sausage sandwich with American cheese and Pueblo green chili. Oh, Pueblo green chili. Right not, from the source. Could not think of a better thing to enjoy in the fall, too. It's that warm, a little Party. spice. I don't know if Olivia could handle it. <laughs> Out in me like that. She's, she says mouthwash is too spicy. You said that on the last show and it's somebody wrote favorite, in. Somebody wrote in and said we were white. <laughs> It's the best way I've ever heard anyone describe something too spicy. So it might be too spicy for you, but I think it's, I think anybody could handle it. Mm. Um, and then the next day, uh, we're going to spend more, more time in the downtown. Okay. So they have this amazing place called Neon Alley Ooh. and Joe Concilia, who's just like a local resident has been collecting neon signs forever. And no way. yeah, in so downtown, cool. they he's um, filled this alleyway. What? Yeah. Amanda also loves oh, neon. Right oh, you're going to love this. You're going <laughs> to <laughs> it's off of uh, Union on B Street across from the Union Depot. It's in this alley and it's just like old restaurant signs, old bar signs, oh, like no advertisements, way. like all these beautiful things. And the thing about neon, I think you probably know this too, Amanda, is like nighttime is cool. Dusk is where mm, it's at. Mm -hmm. Because with neon, if you want to take a really nice picture of it, you want to be able to see like if you're in the dark, it gets kind of blown out right. by the neon. Everything else is black. Yeah. yeah. So if you go at dusk, this is like an early evening wander downtown. Take some pictures in the neon alley. Oh, I'm going tonight. Yeah. You're gonna I see love the it. wheels turning for Amanda. Because <laughs> it's a collection. That's the thing is like yeah. with neon, often you're like driving around to find that one cool sign. For sure. Right? Yeah. This is a I whole alleyway of just like two walls full of cool signs. How did so I not know about this? It's really. That reminds me of the um, neon museum in Vegas. Oh. It's like a junkyard for all the old Vegas signs. We it need one here. Yeah. But. Vegas has like an incredible collection that you can't, <laughs> yeah. you, and I went there at dusk too. Randomly, our tour was then, it was incredible. It's, I agree with you. <sighs> so if you like, if you like the Neon Museum in Vegas, this is our equivalent our for equivalent. sure. Um, and then while you're downtown, uh, you can head over to the Fuel and Iron Food Hall. So they've got a beautiful new food hall that's got all kinds of things, you know, ramen, hot chicken, ice cream, uh, fresh coffee whatever you want it's just one of those like it's one of those things where you wander into a downtown you can like kind of meander get a meal mm. go see the neon wander along the river walk just really like take in the sights and sounds of downtown Pueblo I love that yeah so this is like more for my city folks yeah. that are not necessarily the hikers the city girl in me is very interesting I think you'll me like too. it fall again perfect time of year to be out in the crisp air in Colorado so that was my, that's my, that's my little trip to Pueblo. Wow. That sounds awesome. You said that's like two hours south? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not it's bad. not a bad drive. You can definitely do it in one day, but Pueblo's really cute. A weekend there is, I think, worth it. Gotta do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, this was so fun, you guys. This was great. This was awesome. I'm feeling so inspired. Me too. Getting the travel itch. I know. Me too. <laughs> when I was planning there? this, I was like, 
Maybe you should actually go do yeah, this girl's trip. trip. Yeah, <laughs> girl's trip. Well, if you're listening and you have some other recommendations for us, for your favorite fall getaways, things that you like to do around the state, especially this time of year, give us a call on the fall getaways hotline, 720-500-5418. Leave us a message. Let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Thanks for bringing your ideas. This was great. Thanks so much. Thanks. We're going to be talking about all things fall this week, from Colorado's spookiest spots to remote restaurants that are worth the trip. And we want to hear from you. Where do you like to go to get away in the fall? Do you have a favorite leaf peeping location or historic hotel where you like to stay for a Colorado getaway? Let us know on the It's Always Fall hotline at 720-500-5418. Again, leave us a voicemail with your name and your fave fall getaway at 720-500-5418. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed this show, why not take a minute to tell Steamboat Springs City Manager Gary Suter about us. Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and support the show by becoming a founding member today at membership.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you later. Hey Denver, it's Bree. Before we get to the show today, I want to personally invite you to become a founding member of CityCast Denver. If you love the podcast and you want to keep it going... <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs>